Today's show is pre-recorded. Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay. Okay. Here's what I want to share with you. Stop complaining. So I had to let you see how I let that one sit for a second. Stop complaining. Do you realize without us even thinking about it oftentimes, we just complain about stuff. And it and it comes up in such subtle forms. Man, I don't know why they still letting that lady work there, man. If they don't fire this woman, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. She driving me crazy. She always got something to say. I bet today, though, the way I'm feeling right now, I bet she better not say nothing to me today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because they it. Today it. I'm sick of her. Running her mouth. Last time. She said something to me. I should have said something to her. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just giving you a small example of how it starts to snowball once you start to complain. It's it just carries over into so many things, man. Stop complaining about your car. Stop complaining about your bus pass. Stop complaining about your kids can't seem to get it together. Stop complaining about your man. Can't seem to get it together. Stop complaining. Stop. Have you noticed? I'm just asking. 
Have you noticed that in all of your complaining, it has provided not one solution? The reason I'm telling you to stop complaining, because God is able, because God is capable. He is capable and able of fixing anything, capable and able of curing anything, capable and able of allowing you to get to adjusting to things, and capable and able to strengthen you to get through and change anything. But the key here is God is capable and God is able. A lot of times I find myself complaining because I have not used my greatest asset. And that's my relationship with God. You all have one. Now, you may not have nurtured it, but you have one because God created you as as his child. He's available to you. Now, the fact that you ain't went to him, okay, once again, who fought is that? Stop complaining. Until you strengthen your relationship with God and formulate this relationship, you don't have enough weapons. You ain't got a big enough shield to fight this thing called life. It just keeps coming, man. And unless you develop a relationship with God, you need a partner in all of this. Maybe you got another route you're going to take. But every successful person I know personally has a relationship with God. I have some really, really, some people that's kind of up there in the success term in terms of business and money and 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 statue. I'm just talking about that portion of success. And then I have a lot of people who are very successful in the, in their spiritual life who are, who have become great men of God and women of God. But I look at all of them and all of them have substantial amounts of, you know, uh, possessions and things like that. Also, most successful people I know have that. Uh, even if you saw them never with a big lot of house and a lot of money or stuff like that, they had so much respect, so much love, so much power was given them from people that their life, life was rich in that area. You know, like a Martin Luther King or something like that or a Gandhi or somebody who lived their life in service or a Nelson Mandela came out and just, man, people put stuff at their feet because of their service. So all successful people I know have that. Every last one of these people that I know, they have a relationship with God. They use the tool that was available to them to give them the strength, the bullets, the arrows, the slings, the shield to fight this thing called life and have the most valuable partner right there by their side, their Heavenly Father God because he will help you get through this thing called life, man. Stop complaining all the time. It's not fixing anything. Why don't you do yourself a favor and strengthen your relationship with God? Man, why can I never get over? Well, you have not because you ask not. Man, how come I always got problems? Well, you keep trying to solve them yourself and taking them to your friends. You keep trying to do them with your own thought process. Who are you? I keep telling you, man. You're going through stuff you ain't got no business going through. 
and and if it's you going through something over and over and over and over, and the same problem keep coming back to bite you again, all that's saying is you still ain't strengthening your relationship with God. It's your relationship. He's not gonna make you have one with him. He is a perfect gentleman. He only comes into your life when you invite him in. But for those who do invite him in, they have a distinct advantage on their road to success. A distinct advantage. You can do it without him. Trust me, you can. How far you get, I can't promise you nothing. How well you handle it when you arrive there, I can't promise you nothing. How long you going to stay there, I can't promise you nothing. How difficult it's going to be without him, I can't give you that. It's going to be far more difficult. But you can, something can happen and you, you know, receive a measure of success and you think it's you and it's this move you made and you can describe it as I got lucky. I happened to be in the right place at the right time. I got lucky. Lucky is usually how other people describe other people's success. Boy, he was lucky. He was right there. Well, let me tell you what luck is. Luck is when hard work bumps up into opportunity. If you've been working hard at something, an opportunity presents itself, that comes a match. That's not luck. But now, if you haven't done that on a repetitive enough basis, that opportunity could present itself one time. You got to reconnect. Stop complaining, man. Come on, listen to me. Stop complaining. It hasn't fixed a single thing in your life. And if you're a chronic complainer, it's because you really, really have not fixed your relationship with God. He'll smooth it out for you. That I can tell you for a fact. I know that for a fact. He smoothed mine out. All right, let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your undivided attention, please. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. My name happens to be Steve. My real name is Steven. First name, Broderick. But when you go to public school and try to get little kids in the hood to say Broderick, you got to hear them come up with something else. Steve was born. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, Broderick, Steve. I can say it, Broderick. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> it's Good actually morning. Broderick. Broderick. Mm. It's three syllables. Broderick. <laughs> I can say that too. <laughs> see, but see, when you say it slow, it's aggravating. So let's just go back to Steve, okay? Thank you very much. Uh, Carla Pharrell. Oh, what's happening, Steve? Ain't nobody doing all that. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, cool. I ain't got no problem with it. Junior. Morning, up. Appreciate it. King of Planks. Up top. I'm in the building. Yes, sir. Well, the day is the day. Yes, the day is the day. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Awaken from this nightmare <laughs> for uh, four years. Man, <laughs> finally. Seriously, man. <laughs> Just look, and I know it's gonna be tough for Biden and all that. I, I got all that. Transition is tough, and. And we got left in shambles, and we still got a pandemic that's raging around the world, especially in this country. Got all that. But at least we got somebody that make damn sense. Serious. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Leadership. And, and what did you say, Junior, off the air? Yeah, got an extended vocabulary. Yeah. Lord. 
<laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean, Junior? <laughs> he can talk, Carla. He, you know, he got words like presidential. Yeah. You know, it's exciting. You ain't got to hear this other stuff no more. Like really, really good. Fake yeah, more news, more folks. than twenty-two word vocabulary. <laughs> yeah. Man, witch hunt. We won't hear those anymore. Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. Very, very. Oh. Oh. Collusion. Yeah. <laughs> the China virus. Yeah. All of that. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah, all Goodbye. that foolishness. Yeah. 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 Good observation. Get your dude. ass out. Yeah. Oh, you just kept it 100. Okay. Just man, like for real, man. Just get your ass ever. out. I, I mean, can you look? I think I speak for a lot of people, but just had enough of you, man. Yeah. It's just, you know, I'm yeah. tired of explaining to you when I travel. Yeah. I'm tired of being ashamed of your ass. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of, you know, people going, how'd y'all vote for him? Damn it, we didn't. Exactly. <laughs> we sure did not. Exactly. <laughs> 12 o'clock today, 12 Damn. noon. The- 12 oh, noon, baby. Ass out. Got my Get your popcorn ready. ready. Oh, yeah. Yeah, God. because the uh, attorney in um, New, New York, Miss M- Letitia, said be- she ready today. I said, today? <laughs> oh. Oh. Stay ready. Stay ready. <laughs> Man. Mm-hmm. I love it. But it seemed like it took this day forever to get here. Girl, you heard me say finally. Yes. All right. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, get ready for Ask the CLO. The Chief Love Officer is in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, we're just going to call this day, oh, happy day. Finally, oh, it is happy here. happy day. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Girl. Oh, happy day. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, day. Let's just get when straight Trump to the CLO. Mm-hmm. Man. All right, I'm ready. All right, Steve. When it's, Trump this one's gone. This one's from Latika in Baton Rouge. She says, I'm 37 and single, and there's a new guy I would like to date. He works in my building, and he flirts daily and looks me up and down, but he claims he's got a girlfriend, and he's happy. I find that hard to believe. He's not married, so to me, hmm, he's available. I asked Mm. him to meet me for a drink, and he used COVID as an excuse not to go. He didn't say no because of his girl, so... So does that mean I have a chance with him after COVID-19 is gone? You reach. You really reach. He told you. (laughs) Yes. This man then told you his situation. If you pursue this man, you are going to be in the situation he done told you about. Hmm. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Listen. Should listen, I listen. pursue? Latika. He told you listen. what his deal is. This is his situation. So if you get involved with this man, you are going to be involved in his situation. You've been warned. And huh? he told you. Mm-hmm. He told mm-hmm. you. You got to listen. Going on anyway, if somebody mm-hmm. tell you the truth, and if you tell somebody the truth and they don't believe you, that mm-hmm. ain't your fault. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Facts. All right, Latika. He done told you. Now go on over there if you want to. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, KP in Akron says, I'm married and having an affair with my husband's best friend. Opening line, Steve. The God. best friend is a wow. landscaper, and I sneak and meet him on my lunch break, and we've had the most amazing sex in his truck for four months. He's engaged, and his wedding is next month. The other day, he said he's going to end our affair when he gets married. This infuriated me because I've risked a lot to be with him. The attraction was mutual, so how'd he end up in control? Uh. That's the question? Yeah, that's the question. How he end up in control? control. The bigger question is how you end up in a landscaping truck. <laughs> For four months. <laughs> That's the damn question. What's your husband's best friend? (laughs) The CLO got a question. Come on. I have a question for you. How did you end up in a landscaping truck? And how do you think that's something? You go to lunch to get done in a damn landscaping truck. It's... It's lawnmowers back there. Hedges. Move that gas can, baby. It's gloves. Fertilizer. It's gas cans. We need it out amazing, there. Amazing, she said. Yeah. Most Hell yeah, amazing. it's amazing. You, I don't know. Have you ever been in the back seat of a truck and a lawnmower go off that's behind the seat? <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that I have. I bet sir. it is amazing. <laughs> lady, lady, how did he get in control? Are you kidding me? Mm. What do you have? You've been seeing a man. All this time in a truck. You got truck skills. Shut up, Tom. <laughs> Put your on the dashboard. Uh, yeah. That don't make no damn sense. Not a good look, boo. Not a good mm-hmm. look. No. Watch it. Don't, don't, Man, don't cut yourself truck. on the it ain't, it ain't, it, I ain't never seen a neat landscaper truck. No. Mm-hmm. No. Dirty. Yeah. I, it's yeah. 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 dirty. Mulch. Okay. But stuff. it's her husband's best friend. That's the worst thing of all. <laughs> yeah, then there's that. Uh, yeah. There's that. I didn't <laughs> think of that. Forget about that. That part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is a that's a factor. Yeah. Yeah, she's low down for that one. How do you know. go back to work smelling oh, like yeah, that? I ain't, hey Tommy, truck. I ain't even got in that. It's your husband's best friend. Yeah. You can't get past you can't yeah. get past the truck. Four months in the truck. I, but I'm stuck in the truck, though. I don't give a damn if it was. <laughs> Man, I don't care who it is. It's the truck that does it for me. Well, how is it the And now truck you mad because you won't be in the truck no more. Mm. <laughs> All right. We're, we're moving on. Cheryl in Topeka, Kansas says, I've been friends with a man for 30 years, and he had a Christmas wedding in which I was one of the bridesmaids. His wife reluctantly put me in the wedding because he forced her to. His wife told me that she doesn't like me being so close to her husband. And for the record, I'm a woman married to a woman, which means I do not want her husband. I'm like one of the boys, and his wife knows that. Um, I hate that my friend is in the middle of the drama. So should I distance myself from them to keep the peace? Mm. CLO? I don't know how to answer this. I'm not in a truck. It's too much information in here that uh, is causing my answer to go off 
a little bit. I didn't know what the hell you, to say to begin with. First of all, I don't know how you got in the wedding just because he, because you would have to be a bridesmaid to get in the wedding at the assistance yeah. of the husband. I don't know no man that has the power to pick bridesmaids. That's for starters. Well, he then according to you, his wife picked you. Don't like him because you like other women. That's Mm -hmm. your business, right? She's married to a woman. So I, I really need to stay away from this one. Just because we got a radio show. (laughs) She won't know what, Shirley. Should she distance herself from them so she could keep the peace? She doesn't want any problems in their marriage because of her. That's all. Well, why don't you tell the wife that you see in one of the bridesmaids? She's mm. married. Who married? The woman who wrote the letter, Cheryl in Topeka. She's married. Oh, Attention. oh she's married to to, <laughs> to a woman. I, well, I woman. thought the only married person in here was the dude and the wife. And I thought that, oh, she's married too. For the record, okay. I'm a woman married to a woman, which means I don't want her husband. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, well, that's great then. Huh? Mm-hmm. You're not good at are, this. Are we out of time yet? Yeah, yeah. yeah we are out of time. Yes. You're not good at this. Coming up next, the nephew okay, run time. that Thank prank back. The commercial. <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with Inauguration Day National News. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, yes. Plus, in Today entertainment day, news. y'all. It is the day. It's finally here. It's um, here. It is here. The don't night cry. Is over. Don't cry. <laughs> it's here. <laughs> Plus, in entertainment news, uh, trending news from our home station in Detroit, Mix 92.3. Today is a special honor for Marvin Gaye's What's Going On in the State of Michigan. And President Trump pardons former Detroit Mayor Kwame Kilpatrick. I like this one. I like this one. Yes, I do. (laughs) We'll tell you all about it at the top of the hour. But right now, Nephew Tommy is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Nev? Lashing out. Lashing Lashing out. out. Let's go, Ken. Hey, it's lashing out. How can we lash you out? Uh, I'm trying to reach Bianca. This is Bianca. Hey, listen, my name is Brian. My my wife, Jamie, come up there and get her eyelashes done. Is uh who the, who's the owner of this place? I I am Brian. What's going on? Okay. What's going on? You be you're Bianca. You the one that owned the place? I'm Bianca. I'm the owner. We opened about a year and a half ago. Proud, happy, black owned, women owned, women owned establishment. What can I do for you? What okay, here's the deal. I'm sick and tired of my wife coming up there and then when she get back home, she got these thick ass eyelashes on and they long as hell. You know, I mean, it's they, these eyelashes thicker than somebody's mustache. This is a damn shame. You know, now, I didn't tell okay, her to take Brian, these. Brian, Say hold what? up, hold, hold up, Brian. Now, I, I may or may not be the person doing it, but whoever, I'm pretty sure, probably that sounds familiar. But whoever, we have a lot of customers, but whoever comes in here, they pick their lashes. We, we, you know, we collaborate. But the girls are saying what they want done. They pick it. So if they're thick, they're thick because they want them thick. Okay, you know? well these are too they too thick and then and they too long. Your, your eyelashes ain't supposed to be sticking away out past your nose. That's a damn shame. Uh, but let me let me tell you what I'm getting at though. Here's 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 my reason for calling. If my wife come home one more time, say what? Brian, you, can you send that 
it down because, I mean, I'm running a business here, and you sound crazy. They can hear you through the phone. The girls are looking at me in the chair. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Can you calm down? You're loud and screaming. All I'm saying is if my wife come home with these long, thick ass eyelashes again, I'm going to come up there and raise holy hell at that damn place. I'm telling you the truth about that. Why are you threatening me? You are not coming up here. We just I'm coming up there if my wife come home with them thick ass long eyelashes again. I am. No, you're not coming up here. We just opened a year and a half ago. We are doing good. We don't need no drama from nobody. You need to talk to your wife. Fix your marriage. Don't come out here taking it Ain't nothing wrong love. with my marriage. The only thing wrong with my marriage is these damn thick ass eyelashes and they too long. You know, That's the Why are you why are you calling me with this? See, now I'm yelling. Because I'm calling because this is and where she got it? her eyelashes done. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Then you need to talk to your wife. Okay, I need to calm down. I'm running a business here. What you trying to do? Sabotage me? What you work for the company? I ain't trying to sabotage somebody... nothing, but I tell you what, if she come home with these long, thick ass eyelashes again, I'm going to come up there and I'm going to find all the violations of codes and everything, building codes, and, and I will get you shut down if we, if we don't stop these long, thick ass eyelashes. Okay, Brian, I'm from the South Side, so mother you need to back up because now you're threatening my livelihood. Yes, I'm going to go there with you. You're threatening my livelihood. You're threatening the jobs of so many girls here. What are you doing? You need to talk to your wife, and you need to back the up, and I am sorry to curse. We try to keep it classic here, but now you're making me lash out at from lash out. Mother you need to back up. This is my job, and people have jobs. What are you doing threatening to come up here? I will call the cops on you, and you will not be able to come up here, and we will not let your wife get her, her, her eyelashes on you. And you need to fix your marriage because you got some anger issues. Clearly, you pissed off at your wife, and you calling us threatening to ruin our business. Ryan, what is your wife's name? What, what my, is wife name? Is, my wife's name is Jamie. Okay. Does anybody in here know Jamie or do Jamie's lashes? Okay, it's like four girls raising their hand because everybody goes to somebody different. So I don't know who is does Jamie's lashes, but you got some anger issues, okay? I ain't got no anger issues. The only problem I got is my wife having some long, thick eyelashes, and, and they further out than her nose and thicker than somebody's mustache. That's what I got a problem with. Okay, you know what? Jamie just needs to leave your ass because if you got an issue, call her. Why are you calling us? I'm calling the people that, that put the, why wouldn't I call the people that put the thick ass eyelashes on? Why wouldn't I? Well, first of all, you need to talk to Jamie and send her up here. We're gonna tell her that to leave your ass, first of all. Second of all, I don't I cannot help you. You are interrupting my grinding, okay? You are interrupting our grinding. And we got a business going here. What is your problem? Can't you go do some work? Go and talk to your wife and fix your marriage. You know, you, know you know what? You know what? I tell you. I tell you. I tell you what, Bianca. I, I tell you what. You're not trying to fix. No, no, no. You ain't trying to fix the problem. I'll you be up there. I'll be up there, and, and and I will bring somebody that will shut okay, that shit somebody down. Somebody call the cops right now. Call them now. Tell them somebody is coming up here and they threatening us. They lash out. Call. See, they uh, three girls calling right now. So bring your little up here, mother. Come on. Come on. Bring it. Bring it up here. Bring it well, up let me here. ask you Come something. Is is, is 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 Carmen up there? Yeah, Carmen is sitting in my face right now. What is going on doing? How, you know him, Carmen? It's, Why are you asking me about Carmen? Where, where's, where's Carmen at right now? She's right here looking at me. 
What? What is going is, on, is, Carmen? Is she is she laughing? Hold on. Yeah, now she's starting to laugh. What is, what the <laughs> is going on? Y'all got me looking crazy at my. Hey, shop. Bianca, Bianca, calm down, baby. Check this out. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girl Carmen got me to prank phone call you. Oh, oh my God, <laughs> Carmen! Okay, you know what? Y'all got me out here looking bad. I cannot. Tommy, Tommy, nephew, Tommy, oh, my nephew. God. Oh, my What's God. up, baby? Away. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's you. up, I'm girl? I'm just oh lashing God. out a little bit. That's all. I'm just lashing out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, nephew, Tommy. I was acting crazy. You got to tell the nephew what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land. The one, the only Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Always. I love y'all. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Is there a limit on how far your eyelash is supposed to be when they stick no. it? I'm just, ladies, no. y'all, answer me. Is there a limit? No. Well, what you I, want to rock? <laughs> I think there should be. <laughs> Carla, you know, dog and well, you done seen some ladies much. look like. Look like too a whole much. peacock coming out their eye. It's just too much. <laughs> too much. You're right. <laughs> it's just way, way too, much too much coming out. Yeah. You yeah. ain't got I'm no cam- like camel eyes. I'm talking about camel eyes. I'm talking about that. Yeah. 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 You put but, some sunglasses yeah. on and we can see them over the top. That's too thick. <laughs> <laughs> it's too long. It's too long, Junior. Well, if they you don't put like on this. sunglasses <laughs> and when you blink, your glasses go up and down. <laughs> Coming up in the top much. of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Trending news from Detroit Mix 92.3. Marvin Gaye's What's Going On has been recognized as one of the most compelling songs of our time. Hey. Uh, the song was released 50 years ago. And today, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer has officially proclaimed proclaimed Wednesday, January 20th, today, as What's Going On Day in her state. Governor Whitmer says having this tribute on the calendar provides us with an important moment, one where we can come together as a unified state to pause, reflect, and appreciate where we came from and, and, and a need for ideas, perspective, love, and understanding. By honoring the song, Whitmer adds, we hope to bring awareness to Marvin Gaye's profound words as his timeless music remains in our heart and minds and continues to expire generations to come. In coordination, uh, Detroit's Motown Museum will launch several virtual celebrations and signature events tied to Marvin and his legacy. Nice. What a timeless, right. timeless classic song right here. I'm a town yeah. man. That song right there, mm-hmm. that's a yes, bad sir. jam. Yes, man. it is. It's, yes, it's yes, relevant it is, today. Yes. 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 Especially for the last four years. What is going on? Yes. <laughs> what the hell going on? Really? Yeah. <laughs> and re- remember the governor of Michigan... They tried to kidnap her yeah. and all that she's gone through. And nothing was really done about it under this administration. Nothing. I want to see what's going to happen with these people that broke in this capital. I really want to see if they get charged as president. No, listen well, to me, Tommy. Somebody ass is going to jail. Mm-hmm. They're not going okay. to let this do. Now, if Trump was still president, the DOJ might not be moving on this. 
But no, man, there's some people finna pay for this. You done, you done seen your last hillbilly climb a wall at that <laughs> damn capital. <laughs> uh, that was great. Can, can we talk about these pardons, though? Can we talk about that? What's That's on your mind, nephew? About. What's on Kwame your mind? Kwame coming home, baby. Okay. Detroit. Kwame Deep. coming home, baby. Yeah. I love that. <sighs> I'm a, Kwame, I'm going to call you. It ain't going to be no prank or nothing. I'm calling you, okay? <laughs> Prank him right I don't now. even know his I ain't going to prank him. I'm just saying I'm going to call him and just say, yeah, welcome back, baby. He <sighs> had the same number. <laughs> he don't? No. Seven years ago. Seven I still years. got him in my phone. I mean, I ain't tried to call, but I, yeah. <laughs> but seriously, that was what uh, we said. Well, we'll talk about it. Uh, yeah. President Trump, nephew, has granted pardons to former mayor Kwame Kilpatrick. This is true. Kwame yep. will get out 20 years earlier uh, his public wow. corruption for his public corruption crimes. Uh, Lil Wayne pled guilty to a firearm possession as a prior felon. Kodak Black, the rapper, uh, has pleaded guilty uh, from buying illegal firearms. And uh, Donald Trump declined to pardon Wow, and he had his limo waiting too. Tiger King, Joe Exotic. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, he remember he he was really hoping to come home. Well, so he got yeah. Declined. It's, a, but, it's, a, it's it's up to 140 something people that yeah. got pardoned. Yeah, the but Steve Bannon. Yeah. He could have pardoned the Tiger King. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. All right, Steve. Let's move on. It's time now for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please put your hands together for the lovely, the talented Miss Ann Tripp. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Well, this is someday, right? This is Ann Tripp with the news, and good morning, everyone. The president-elect to be sworn in at around 11.30 our Eastern time. Later today, President Biden to participate in a wreath-laying ceremony joined by former Commander-in-Chief Bill Clinton, George Bush, and Barack Obama. During this time, as that's when Biden's things are going to be moved into the White House and unpacked. Vice President-elect Kamala Harris to be given the oath of office today by Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor, the first Latino on the court. Besides being the first uh, woman vice president President, the first black woman, the first Caribbean woman, the first East Indian woman. Kamala Harris is also the first graduate of a historically black university, Howard. And she's a member of the black American sorority Alpha Kappa Alpha. And to be elected to the White House, she says, a.k.a. Alpha Kappa Alpha changed her life. The theme of the president-elect Biden's inauguration is America United. By the way, Donald and Melania Trump, Trump leave the White House today having committed one final act of presidential rudeness as they go, contrary to America's most enduring transfer of power rituals. Trumps will not invite their incoming counterparts into the People's House before they leave it, a courtesy extended to them, though, by the Obamas. Yesterday evening, though, Donald Trump released a video finally acknowledging that there would be a new administration in Washington, never mentioning Joe Biden by name. Now, as I prepare to hand power over to a new administration at noon on Wednesday, I want you to know that the movement we started is only just beginning. Uh, so he seemed to suggest that he might throw his hat into the political ring sometime in the future. Meanwhile, neither Mitch McConnell or Vice President Mike Pence say they're going to go to Donald Trump's final send-off rally this morning at around 8 at the airport. In fact, for the first time, the outgoing Senate majority leader said plainly the mob stormed the Capitol, was fed lies, and that Trump did, in fact, instigate the insurrection. McConnell says it's time to move on. We'll have a safe and successful inaugural right here on the West Front of the Capitol. And then we'll move forward. Our work for the American people will continue as it has for more than 230 years. There are serious challenges that our nation needs to continue confronting. 
So our marching orders from the American people are clear. We're to have a robust discussion and seek common ground. We are to pursue bipartisan agreement everywhere we can and check and balance one another respectfully where we must. And through all of this, we must always keep in mind that we're all Americans. We all love this country, and we're all in this together. That was Mitch McConnell again. He said that the, the Capitol people, uh, the people that stormed it, were fed lies. He said lies, and he said Trump is the one. By the way, the now outgoing president issued 143 pardons. Uh, that's federal time. Among those benefiting, as you heard, Lil Wayne, Kodak Black, and former Detroit Mayor Kwame Kilpatrick, who uh, served seven years for corruption, and today can be summed up in two words. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're, You're fired. fired. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. Today is the day at 12 noon today. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know. Yes. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will take their oaths of office outside the Capitol building. <laughs> I know, I know we can exhale. Thank you, thank you, thank you. After the newly sworn in president will deliver his inaugural address, laying out his vision to defeat the pandemic, build back better, and unify and heal the nation. Biden's escort to the White House will be followed by the televised virtual parade across America. The parade will feature dynamic and diverse performances from all over the country. The day's, festivities, <laughs> the day's festivities will conclude with primetime television shows sponsored, and uh, it's a special sponsored and uh, or hosted by Tom Hanks that will feature remarks from the new president and vice president, President Biden, Vice President Harris, <laughs> along with performances by John Bon Jovi, the Foo Fighters, John Legend, Demi Lovato, Bruce Springsteen, and Justin Timberlake. Others taking part in the 90-minute event include Kerry Washington, Eva Langoria, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yes. Yes. Mm. So diverse. Yes. 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 Tommy, you're going to be great again! (laughs) (laughs) Trump didn't want any Hollywood stars because he thought he was the star of everything. (laughs) No, he couldn't get nobody to go up there. Yeah, <laughs> that's more like it. <laughs> um, yeah. the, well, nobody's signing up for that. <sighs> 12 this noon is a today. Yeah, so really two hours is. after we get off work. How does it around. feel right now, though, y'all? I mean, we played such a major part in getting everyone out to vote, mm-hmm. going to the polls, and just here we are now. The day is finally here. We kept pushing and pushing all last year. And Celebrate. they answered the call. Everyone time to celebrate Carla I actually think it's a victory on so many levels especially for us yes this is such a personal victory for me for us I think this is a turning moment in history because for the very first time people Mm -hmm. color were directly responsible and it was obvious who it was Mm -hmm. as to who turned this election around Mm -hmm. and who put this man in the White House. It was even more obvious how those two Senate seats were taken in the state of Georgia and when it came down to the final ballot when Leffler and Purdue were winning and when they went to them counties where they started counting the black vote, 
We yeah. saw it again. This is yeah. a turning point. I mm -hmm. think that black people have seen something that we never thought we'd see. We've seen our vote count, and now we know we have the power. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, man. That's it. Oh, coming up in 34 minutes after, we'll talk again to the cleaning supervisor at the White House right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, today is Inauguration Day. Today is Inauguration Day for President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. As we all know, the cleaning crew has been hard at work at the White House moving all of Trump stuff out, all of his mess out. Let's check in with them now. Take it back. Let me get on in right here. Uh, thank I you, everybody. It. Hey, listen, this is uh, Jake Trapper from CNN News. <laughs> and we're here at the White House, and we're dealing again. We're talking with the crew, the cleanup crew, the moving crew for uh, the— it's the last day, and this is the day. I mean, we're here. This is going down this morning. Uh, sir, Who sir, that? can I have your attention? Sir, yeah, for a moment. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sir. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Sir, for a moment. Uh, can you give me your title? Now, we went through this yesterday. Just need your title, sir. What is I'm it you riding. do? I'm right. I clean up. I'm, cl I'm the clean. I'm, I'm, I'm chief clean officer. Chief cleaning officer. And and you're, you're, you're getting this... The White House ready for exactly what, sir? Explain to our listeners. We getting the White House ready for uh, Biden to get here. I'm the CCO, but yeah, I'm the I'm the, I'm the, I'm, the, I'm uh we could. Hey, what what is that? What open that up? What is that? What's in that box? Wigs. <laughs> hey, orange. <laughs> How many up in there? <laughs> God, sorry. sorry, we had a lot of wigs. That about 15 wigs. I'm sorry. Break, sir, take them outside and burn them. Sir, huh? sir, sir. Yeah. Can I ask you another question? Sure. What are you? What, what are some of the some of the things and situations that you're running up into as you're cleaning out the White House? Well, there? it's a lot of it. Smell. Back, what, what's your name again? Uh, Trapper. What is it? Uh, it's a lot. Jake, of, Jake, it's a lot of stuff in here Jake, that's. Jake, it's Jake. There's a lot of stuff in here that stink. I mean, it just stink, and we just. It's hard to get it out, so we didn't. We didn't actually. We didn't brought a pressure washer in here, and we pressure washing everything. Walls, Inside. carpet. It's gonna be wet for a while, but we got to get it out. There's no way. Hey, what? Take all sir, them long ass ties sir, and put them on. We'll use that to tie stuff down. All them long ties. Yeah. All right. We'll tie stuff down. We'll tie stuff down with that. Don't worry. Don't sir, throw it away. We'll tie. Yeah. Go ahead, Ronnie. Uh, uh, Ryan, let me ask you a question. Some things, uh, a couple questions. Uh, we've got some people want to know. Uh, is there any th items in the kitchen that may be left or that you're noticing in the kitchen as you're moving out? Everything you know, each White in House the kitchen, uh, uh, Jake, is everything in the refrigerator from McDonald's, from top to bottom. Everything <laughs> is from McDonald's. They ain't had no regular food in here at all. Now, I'm not down it. McDonald's nice, but I just, from top to bottom, even in the freezer, it's frozen stuff from McDonald's. Everything is from McDonald's. I don't know what they was doing, but, hey! Let me, where y'all get them Bruce Lee, where y'all get them Bruce Lee outfits from? <laughs> what? Bruce Lee outfits? Kim Jong-un gave them to him? <laughs> <laughs> they, hey, get me one of them with a, in a 32 ways. Get me one of them. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Jake. Hey, uh, Ronnie, can I ask you a question? Have you have you had to move the boys' room out, the son? Have you had to move anything out of the son's room? 
We clean all the, yeah, the, uh, they had a dog in there. The, the dog, oh, Lord, the dog. We're going to try to take care of him. But, yeah, they had a dog in there. Uh, the young boy, though, he got money. He had a lot of money up under the mattress. Plenty of money. It was money everywhere under there. Planning his I didn't understand. What? <laughs> Sir, are you sure they had a dog? We never knew that the Trumps had a dog. We haven't seen a dog in four years. Who was that? Milani. <laughs> he want to ride with us. <laughs> Why she didn't get on uh, the... Sir. Uh, go ahead. Sir, uh, sir, sir. It's Melania. Uh, Melania. I, 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 don't, I don't know who you're talking about. I don't know these people's name, uh, Jake. I'm sorry. I don't know these people's name. I'm just... The woman want to ride with us. She don't want to ride with him. I thought I'm just trying to get this. Well, stuff and get let me it on ask you before we get out of here. What's the overall attitude of the cleaning crew there? Is it, is it is it depressing? What's going on? It's depressing what we having to go through, Steve. Because I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Jake. What we having to go through, and we uh, uh, we cleaning up. We are gonna have to come back even while, when Mr. Biden get in here. There's no way we can get all this done in one day. It's, it's impossible. <laughs> it's a lot to do. Coming up next, the nephew in the building with the prank phone call for today, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, I want to do more than smoke with her. But right now, the nephew is here. Uh, We'll get to that a little later. We'll get to that a little later. Right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? You got one more time to cough. Oh. One more time. You got one more time to cough. Let's go, cat. Hello? Hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Brielle, please. This is she, Master speaking. This is Lawrence from the job. How you doing today? Oh, I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Listen, we got a situation at the job. Uh, I know it's a little late this evening. Uh-huh. Um and uh, what time do you normally come in uh, in the mornings? I'm coming around eight eight thirty. Okay. So, are you are you all right health wise? How are you feeling? Um, I'm I'm fine. <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> like, I mean, I got a little cold, well, so I've been a little under the weather, but you know. Okay. So so let me let me let me go ahead and, and tell you this. My name is Lawrence. All right. I work on a, a different floor from you, but uh-huh. I wanted to give you a call. You uh, it's been brought to my attention. A lot of people are. A little um, edgy right now, you know, but um, edgy. yeah, because of the the you you you're in a cubicle. And most of the the people around your cubicle are starting to be a little worried because they're saying that you know you're you're coughing a lot, and and coughing. you know, yeah. So I mean, let I me ask you something. Do you, right? Okay. Do you think that you need to maybe be tested? About this damn uh uh what's it called coronavirus? Do you, you do you do you do you think you need to be tested? Do I think I, I think you need? No, excuse me. Wait, let me hold on. Listen, I know the world's in a frenzy, but everybody don't got no damn coronavirus. Okay, I have a cold. I'm a little stuffy, but nonetheless, like I'm. So- Taking therapy so, and taking care of myself. I don't need to be tested for anything. Okay, so <laughs> do you do you think it's possible? Maybe you need to be self quarantined and, t- and, and Lawrence, find out. Lawrence, Lawrence, honey, I think you are stepping on toes right now. Okay, um, I, that that's very inappropriate. I don't know who put you up to this, but nonetheless, I think y'all really stepping on. To- this, this has got to be like HIPAA or something. Like, what the f- is this? Okay, like. 
Okay. I don't okay, have me, no damn okay. coronavirus. So let me just say this to you. We, I, I've talked to everybody on that floor that you work on. All right. I've talked. I've talked to Darlene. All right. I've talked to what's the other girl? Her name is Loretta, I think. Loretta. I've, I've spoken with Loretta. Uh, Loretta. Loretta okay, just, just don't mess like that. What, what, what do you? Okay. So here, here, let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me say this. You got one more cough, and they and they gonna put you out of the building. What? You got. Listen, okay, Lawrence. That's your name, right? My name is Lawrence. I'm on the eighth floor. Yes. You. Okay, you on the eighth floor, so you're not even in HR to even be coming at me like this. But 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 you know what? We try. I went to the doctors. I don't know where where y'all get off coming at me like that. Okay, I do not get paid enough for nobody to be testing me about my personal business. Okay, y'all really y'all me twisted. I was with this job. Y'all got me all the way up. Okay. 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 Let me let me go and say this here. You act like this your personal business. It's our business. When you start coughing all over the building, and we go in the country going through what is going through right now, what the world is going through. So you got to understand the that world we. What is going through? I don't give a damn what the world is going through. I'm going through my own. Sh- okay. All right. I got two kids. I work very hard. I'm a single mother, and I'm up here doing the best I can. I got a call, and I still bring my ass to work every. Day and I be on time. So for anybody to be coming at me like that, that is disrespectful. Okay, I put in ten years at this job and I don't give a damn. Y'all got me messed up. Now I need to speak to your higher up. Who is your boss? I, hey, listen. I, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say it one more time. You got one more cough and your ass is out this. Bitch. That's it. You Ain't nobody finna get. Time to talk to me like that and I'm gonna drive through this mother phone and choke your ass. Did you just cough? Yes, I just coughed. I told you I got a cold. I don't got no damn coronavirus. You know what? I ain't about to argue with you. Where's your boss? Who's your boss? Who's your mother boss? I, I, uh, Tommy is, is, is my higher up. Tommy? Yeah, Tommy is Tommy is the person that's over me. What? What's Tommy? I don't know no Tommy. Do you know nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, huh? Darlene and Loretta got me to prank phone call you. Oh, my God. 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 Listen, 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 listen. Brielle, Brielle. Darlene and, Darlene and Loretta got me to prank phone call you. Your girls oh is in the God. cubicles with you. Got me oh, to prank they, phone cut. Oh, I'm going to kill them. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. They told me, they say, mess with her about her cold. I was like, all right, come on, give oh it to me. God. I got it. Wait, so you guys got this on your show? Mrs. It's, Mrs. It's, Harvey? It's, like, y'all going to, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> why would y'all play with me like that? <laughs> oh, my uh, God. I'm over here fighting. 
fighting this cold, trying to pay my bills, struggling, single mom. Like, oh my God. I can't believe y'all got me like this on the radio. Well, I got you, baby girl. Tell me this. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? What is it? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> now go take you some NyQuil or some music next or something here. Yeah? <laughs> oh my God. There it is. Oh, <laughs> That was you good. got me all oh, the way. Yes. Boom, boom. Oh, I love but her. But then so. she started coughing. Oh, yes. There it is. Right there. There it is. It. There it is. Right there. That's what I'm talking about. That's it. Right there. You cough one more damn time. Yes. That was really good, Johnny. Oh, God. Oh. But we're in an era right now where you can't even have, you can't have a cold. Oh, you can't, you can't have you a can't cold. Have- no, man. You can't, you can't be regular. Cold. No regular yeah. sick. Regular sick don't work no more. Mm-mm. No, you can't That's be out. regular sick. Mm-mm. No. I, mean, I knew she was mad, Tommy, when she said she was going to do something impossible. She said, boy, you taught me like that one more time. I'm going to reach through this phone. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Stomp the mess at you. Oh, man. Y'all got me on the show with Mr. Uh, Harvey? Oh, no. Oh, man, that's crazy, man. <laughs> Nothing like when a sister loses. When a sister loses, man. it's on and popping, buddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that one was good. But you know oh, they man. said the flu season has been eradicated because of everybody wearing their mask and stuff. There's just, like, no flu season, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Wow. What we need a flu season for? Yeah, we got corona. Yeah, much deadly. <laughs> Yeah, I saw oh, that man. on the news. I was like, wow. So wear your mask. Oh, I ate some barbecue chips today. Uh-huh. And, and I put to that mask out. on? I put that mask on. Lord, Ooh. I almost knocked myself out. <laughs> <laughs> put that garlic on. Oh, my God. Really, I ate something and burped in that mask. <laughs> and damn near knocked myself out. I said, whoa. <laughs> like, never again will I do that. <laughs> You think my eyes are big now, Steve. Oh. <laughs> That's funny, sure. Oh. Ooh, any bigger. Okay. <laughs> that wasn't for you to comment. But anyway, yeah, oh, that was, don't do that. Do not do that. That mask ain't no joke. You got to have it, no. though. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you got to keep it in your car because if not, you're going to leave and realize you ain't got it and got to turn around and go get it, buddy. That's right. All right, coming up, Strawberry Letter. Uh, I want to do more than smoke with her is the subject. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, Strawberry Letter. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, nephew. Subject, I want to do more than smoke with her. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 41-year-old single man, and I have a great job, my own car, and a very nice apartment. Ideally, I want to buy a house, and I'm working on it. There's a beautiful woman that lives in my complex. She's got that Nia Long vibe, and she's a chocolate goddess. We've seen each other in passing, and I speak, and she speaks back. She doesn't have men going in and out of her place. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, she uh-uh. Doesn't... uh-uh. Did you just call? Did you just I'm call? The, uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> After that prank? No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tommy was Tommy. Uh-huh. 
Tommy was pranking, but we serious over here. I'm out for this damn Zoom again. Just trying to keep reading. I went to the doctor yesterday. I am COVID free. Thank you. Okay, come on. I had to take a drink. Okay, of water. She doesn't have men coming in and out of her place, and she rarely has company at all at her place. Another one of my neighbors said he's tried to get her attention since she moved in, but she's not a friendly person at all. I got my big break last week while I was in the parking lot cleaning out my car. I saw her, and I spoke, and then she walked over to my car and struck up a conversation. She asked if I smoke weed, and I told her yes. She said her connection moved away, and she's been stressed, so she needs some weed. By the way, it's legal in our area, so I offered to buy her some, and she agreed to ride with me. I was nervous and anxious because so many thoughts were running through my mind as I drove. I wanted to ask her out, but I wasn't sure if it was the right time. Then she mentioned that she's been seeing different females coming in and out of my apartment all times of day and night, especially Mm. while we were all supposed to be quarantining. I tried to joke it off, but I don't think it worked. We got the weed and smoked it on the way back home. She told me thanks and uh, said she'd see me around. I I didn't even ask her for her phone number. I want to do more than smoke with her, but what if she thinks I'm a player and she's turned off by that? How should I approach her or have I ruined my chances? Please be honest. Well, Mm. she definitely thinks you're a player and uh, she doesn't like the fact that you have all these women uh, during the quarantine. She doesn't like that, but she thinks you're a player because why else would she mention that? It's interesting. I think she noticed you. I don't know if you were high or what, but I also think that you missed an opportunity to set the record straight when she brought it up right there when she said that about all the women coming in and out of your house. You know, just like you've been watching her and noticing who's coming in and out of her place and how much company she has, it looks like she's been watching you too. Mm -hmm. So I think if you're serious about doing more than smoking with her, you you got to step your game up. You got to find or create another opportunity to see her. Then you can ask her for her number, call her, and get to know her. All right, Steve, go ahead. What? He's done. It's on what? you. He's done. Mm-hmm. It's on you. Okay. I want to do more than smoke. All right, with here you. I go. This is where I see this. I want to do more than smoke with her. I got you, player. Forty-one-year-old single man got a great job, own car, nice apartment. Want to buy a house? You working on it? Congratulations, brother. It's gonna happen for you. Dreams come true. Beautiful woman living in the complex. Got that Neil Long thing. Yeah. <laughs> we done seen each other. I speak and she speaks back. So far, ain't nothing wrong with this letter. It's just going along. Mm-hmm. She ain't got men going in and out of her place and rarely has company at all. My man, <laughs> observational specialist. That's the way to be, doggy. Don't let up. Another one of my neighbors said he's tries to get her attention since she moved in, but she's not a friendly person at all. Oh, boy, he ain't the one. Talking about she ain't friendly. He ain't the one. He tried to get her attention. He approached her wrong. She don't want him. What the hell are you talking to him about it for? <laughs> then last week you was in the parking lot cleaning out your car. You saw, spoke to her. She spoke and then walked over to your car and struck up a conversation. What? She did that? 
sound pretty friendly to me. That counteracts everything that your homeboy said, right? Okay. Then out of no damn where, she asked you, did you smoke weed? Must have been how you look. I guess weed smokers look a certain way. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, or either, you know, y'all live close enough where she to smell it coming up under your door, one of the two. But somehow she knew to ask you. You told her yes. She said her connection moved away. She been stressed, so she needs some weed. By the way, it's legal in the ass, so I offered to buy her some, and she agreed to ride with me. She so sound friendly to me. She shows sound talking, laughing, asking you if you smoke weed. You said, yeah. Now you're going to take her to buy some. She jumped in the con ride with you. It's all going good right here. I was nervous and anxious. So many thoughts was running through my mind as I drove. I wanted to ask her out, but I wasn't sure if this was the right time. Well, I don't see why it wasn't. You scared to ask her out. Y'all driving to get weed. How much more out you need to be? You're going to buy weed, boy. Damn. If if she'll go with you to buy some weed, I'm pretty sure she'll go with you to get something to eat. Right. All right, hang on, Steve. You're going to be hungry. Uh, We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. I want to do more than just smoke weed with her. That's the subject of my strawberry letter for today. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letters subject. I want to do more than smoke weed with her. 41-year-old single man got a nice apartment, house, trying to buy a house. Got a nice apartment and a car trying to buy a house. This woman in the complex, Chocolate Goddess, got this Neil Long thing going on. He been trying to get her attention. He speak to her, she speak back. But, uh... She don't have nobody coming in out of place at all. She seemed like a loner. You know, then you was talking to one of your neighbors. He said he tried to get her attention. But she not friendly at all. I told you just because he wasn't the one. She didn't want to be bothered with him. You was out in the parking lot cleaning out your car. You saw her. You spoke to her. She spoke back to you. Then she walked up to you and struck up a conversation. I bet your ass stopped cleaning that car up then, didn't you? <laughs> I would have. Then y'all got to talking, and then out of nowhere, she asked you, do you smoke weed? Mm. You told her, yeah. She said her connection moved away. She been stressed out. She needs some weed. And then you tried to tell Miss Legal in your air, that ain't none of my business. So you offered to buy some, and she agreed to ride with you. Now, she sure sound friendly to me. So that rules out what your homeboy was talking about. I was nervous, anxious, riding in the car, so many thoughts running through my mind while I was driving. Oh, Lord. I wanted to ask a house, but I wasn't sure if it was the right time. Y'all already out. (laughs) Hell, you're buying weed. Perfect opportunity. If she'll ride with you to get some weed, why else she won't ride with you? You you can go get something to eat. You're going to be smoking weed. You're going to be hungry. <laughs> One date lead to the next date. Yeah, shoot your shot. All right, anyway. Then she mentioned she's been seeing different females come in and out of my apartment all times of day and night. 
especially while we were supposed to be quarantined. I tried to joke it off, but I don't think it worked. Well, now we're going to get down to what the letter bed. We got the weed, smoked it on the way back home. She told me, thanks, said she see you around. I ain't asked her for a phone number. I want to do more than smoke with her, but what if she thinks I'm a player and she's turned off by that? How should I approach her or have I ruined my chances? Please be honest. Dog, listen to me. Hell no, you ain't ruined your chances. It's on and cracking. She knew them women was coming in and out your apartment before she came up to the car and struck up to the conversation. And you ain't got to worry about this stuff Shirley talking about. Shirley don't know this game right here, Wait, dog. what? It ain't got That's, nothing to do with what Shirley talking about. the same thing I now, said. I'm talking to this man, Shirley. What'd you say, Shirley? I said for him to step his game up. He just missed an opportunity in the car. That's what I said. He should have asked listen. her in the car. That's exactly okay, what I listen. said. You're usually such okay, a good cool. listener, Steve. Let me tell you what this is. <laughs> well, I did, but I heard you say something that I didn't agree with. But anyway, don't worry. Did you hear Tommy? What did he say? I don't know. <laughs> what did Tommy say? Never mind. To Never <laughs> See, bro, here's the deal. The reason she noticed all the women coming in out your apartment, and you know, and, and you know, you that. worried about she might think you're a player. This also could have piqued her curiosity. Mm. So, Shirley was right about one thing. You've been checking her out. She's been watching you, too. Yes. No, Shirley, you weren't. Shirley, you ain't right about everything. <laughs> Neither are you. Do the letter. <laughs> well, Shirley, that's what I'm saying. I ain't saying I'm right about everything, but that's why the two of us do the letter, so you can give your opinion which is always by the book and then but I tell the truth. And I tell the truth too. I, so, well sometimes well, so, okay well let me put it this way. You tell the truth all the time. Sometimes I lie. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> Yeah I'm very proud. Now that was truthful. Yeah that's what I'm saying. And sometimes you gotta tell people. And so anyway dog what I think you need to do is quit tripping, dog. This is what you need to do. Drop Great. a sack off over there. What? Just, you know, yeah. Drop a sack off at the house. Yeah. Right. Now, I don't know nothing about weed because I ain't never bought none legally or illegally. But I do know they used to be called a sack. A quarter oh, sack was four fingers back in the day. That's probably $300, $500 now. But you can buy four fingers in the Ziploc was $25. I'm pretty sure that's about $800 now or something like that. But you need to drop a sack off or something over at the house and say, hey, listen, I was just thinking about you. I don't want to see you out there dealing with this. You know, I think you're a very uh, you know, nice lady, and I don't want to see you out here having to deal with these people on this level, even though it's legal. I don't want you to have to find a uh, you know plug and all this here so here I just stopped by I thought you might enjoy this one of my favorites this is uh, Cannabis XOP95 you know it's a high level grade you know, just, you, know, you know just give it a trumped up name you know I've been smoking Crazy, I was right. smoking this when I was in Vietnam you know say right. stuff like that y'all Vietnam? bought this when I was in Vietnam smoking 41 yeah well 41. he only 41 but he, yes. he went to Vietnam on a vacation but she ain't got to know that. You know, I was over in Nam and I we bought this in go. Vietnam and thought you'd enjoy it. 
Thank you, sir. That's Post your you comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 46 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Last night, we watched it on YouTube, the We Are One celebration. It was hosted by Terrence J. Yeah, it featured, it was good. Uh, yes, yes, it was. It featured our queen, Stacey Abrams, uh, members of the Congressional Black Caucus, HBCU presidents, and members of the Divine Nine. And, of course, DJ Nice was on the ones and twos. Take a listen. Incredible delight and pride that we delivered 16 electoral college votes from the great state of Georgia to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. It was with extraordinary joy and deep personal pride that we are sending you Senator-elect Raphael Warnock, who will be sworn in tomorrow, along with Senator John Ossoff. It is with extraordinary gratitude that we say thank you to an administration that has already started to show us what leadership looks like again. And as we grapple with the aftermath of terrorist attacks on our nation, I want to remind us all that their terrorism only works if we let it overshadow our joy. Their ignominy. Yes. Come on, Stacey. Ooh. Let me write yes. that down. Ignominy. I like that. That's a new word, right? Heard that uh-huh. word day of my Ignominy. Life. <laughs> she is Ignom- going to wind up president one day or something. I, She's I our queen. See it. I, I see it, it in, in her future. In all of our futures, yeah. Well, special- I've, uh, I've adopted her oh, as my <laughs> little sister. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm She's her big brother person. right now or uncle, whatever she want to call me. Mm-hmm. Anybody say anything about Stacey Abrams, Abrams, I'm coming for you. The sister is off limits. I've adopted her. I'm her uncle. Or, or, okay. or she my little sister, no. however she want to no. take it. She can call me uncle. You big her brother, big brother. But don't say, no, don't say I like nothing. Tracy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I like her. But she is not no niece or nothing like that. What you're not going to do is... You know how possessive your nephew is, Big brother is fine. That's cool. All this, some some more people fighting for wanting an uncle. They got to get their own damn uncle. I'm sorry. (laughs) You know he hates that, Steve. You know it. (laughs) And if anybody, anybody come for Stacey Abrams, they're going to have to deal with me. I'm start tired of this. You, you know what? Matter of fact, I'm starting a coalition. Mm-hmm. I'm starting mm-hmm. a coalition of brothers who will stand up, and we're gonna stop. We're gonna stop all this. You, 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 you take shots at these sisters like you want to. Come on now. We're I not gonna it. have it no more. Yes. We're not gonna have it no more. We never no. have anyone. Every to time stand a sister try us. to lift her voice up and say something, no, I ain't having it no more. I'm starting a coalition. Champion all brothers want to join me. You can just hit me up on Instagram, but I'm a, I'm gonna post it on Instagram that I've adopted her, and that's it. So if you come for her, I'm coming for you. Right. Mm. Amen, brother. All right, mm-hmm. thank you, thank you, Uncle Steve. Oh, Coming up at the uh, top of the hour, we'll play the most requested <laughs> song in America right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now on this inauguration day for mm-hmm. the most requested song in America. Nephew Tommy, please step to the mic and set it Ooh. up. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the comedy quartet. The comedy <laughs> quartet. Trump is gone as of 12 noon today. Take a listen. Trump is gone. Trump is gone. Trump is gone. 
Comedy Quartet, man. Who's the lead? Nice Big ups to my boys. Number one requested song in America today, especially. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Say, Tommy, thank you. Good. The lead singer, the squaller, he's good. Oh, yeah. Sean Mack. Steve, can you squall for us before we go? I said, try. <laughs> is gone. 
<laughs> All right, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 20 minutes as Steve squalls us out. Bye-bye, this is gone. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, the inauguration is happening today at 12 noon, and we can't wait. I mean, we can't yeah. wait. Girl. That's <laughs> I, a, I had statement. an appointment. I canceled it. I'm going to be right here, right at home, mm-hmm. watching it. All go down. <laughs> All TVs on yeah. in the house. <laughs> How y'all feel? Today, How? today is really January 1st, really. Now we in the new year. Now we <laughs> yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, that's 21. Man. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just think, we've been pushing for a year. One yeah. whole year. Since, yep. We were like, it seems uh-huh. endless. Like, like we've mm-hmm. been doing this for quite, yeah, a whole year. Don't you want a break now, though? Yeah. Don't you want that break? Don't you just, yeah. just yeah, want some normalcy? Yeah, like, but it's so you know much what? work to be done. I'm just looking for leadership. Oh, no. You That's know all. Because quality yeah. leadership. I mean, at least he gonna at least do some press briefings. You get to see the president. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's right, so too. much to do. You know, you need a good leader to get in and sort it all out. And he has a five-point plan for well, the first you know day. Something, you, you know, know. The one thing I want, the I truth. just want somebody to not lie. All that's the damn the time, time. The truth. Right? You mean just every time you open your damn mouth, you just lying, dog? Right. 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 Mm-hmm. And you looking yep. at us like we're crazy because we know you're lying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour on this inauguration day. Yes. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Trending news from Detroit Mix 92.3. Marvin Gaye's What's Going On has been recognized as one of the most compelling songs of our time. Uh, The song was released 50 years ago, and today Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer has officially proclaimed, proclaimed Wednesday, January 20th, today as What's Going On Day in her state. Governor Whitmer says having this tribute on the calendar provides us with an important moment, one where we can come together as a unified state to pause, reflect, and appreciate where we came from and and a need for ideas, perspective, love, and understanding. By honoring the song Whitmer adds, we hope to bring awareness to Marvin Gaye's profound words as his timeless music remains in our heart and minds and continues to expire generations to come. In coordination, uh, Detroit's Motown Museum will launch several virtual celebrations and signature events tied to Marvin and his legacy. Nice. What a timeless, right. timeless classic song right Marvin. here. I'm a town yeah. man. That song right there, mm-hmm. that's a yes, bad sir. jam. Yes, yes, it is. It's, yes, it's it relevant is, today. Just yes. yes. Especially for the last four years. What is going on? Yes. What the hell going on? Really? Yeah. <laughs> and re- remember the governor of Michigan? They tried to kidnap her. Yeah. And all that yeah. she's gone through. And nothing was really done about it under this administration. Nothing. I want to see what's going to happen with these people that broke in this capital. I really want to see if they get charged as president. No, listen well, to me, Tommy. Somebody ass is going to jail. 
Mm-hmm. They're not going to let this do. Now, if Trump was still president, the DOJ might not be moving on this. But no, man, there's some people finna pay for this. You done, you done seen your last hillbilly climb a wall at that <laughs> damn capital. Uh, that was great. Can we talk about these pardons, though? Can we talk about that? <laughs> What's That's on what your mind, nephew? What's on Kwame your coming home, baby. <laughs> Okay. Detroit. Kwame coming home, baby. Yeah. I love that. Oh. I'm a, Kwame, I'm going to call you. It ain't going to be no prank or nothing. I'm calling you, okay? <laughs> you can't prank him right don't now. Even know his I ain't going to prank him. I'm just saying I'm going to call him and just say, yeah, welcome back, baby. He oh. had the same number. <laughs> he don't? No. Seven years ago. Seven I still years. got him in my phone. I mean, I ain't tried to call, but I, yeah. <laughs> But seriously, that was what uh, we said. Well, we'll talk about it. Uh, President Trump, nephew, has granted pardons to former mayor Kwame Kilpatrick. This is true. Kwame will get out 20 years earlier uh, his public corruption for his public corruption crimes. Uh, Lil Wayne pled guilty to a firearm possession as a prior felon. It's up to 140-something people that got pardoned. All right, uh, when we come back, last break of the day and Steve's closing remarks. You don't want to miss them. We'll be back at 49 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day. In a couple of hours, we will have a brand new president. And vice president. You know what? (laughs) And, you know, and look, it's, it's, it's been a long time coming. And, you know, we put a lot of hard work in to make this. Uh, happen but it did but it did and you know we're all looking forward to just a change in leadership where it would sounds we want the sounds that come from the White House to sound like someone who cares that sounds like someone who gets it we just want the rhetoric that comes from the White House to be the rhetoric of a concerned leader now listen to me Joe Biden is not your savior. He's not. He's not going to solve all of your problems. He's not. As a matter of fact, he can't. He can't. He's going to be fought. Every good idea he has, it's going to be a fight. There's a thing in place called politics, y'all. And I also want you to be aware that in spite of all of this, the, the joy that you feel with the removal of Donald Trump and the hope and promise you have in Biden and Harris, I want you to understand, none of this works without you. None of this works unless you develop the right mindset in 2021. Because I want to remind you all of something. We are still in a global pandemic. It is not lessening. It is worsening. We are still in a global pandemic. But even in the midst of this global pandemic, there is still an upside for all of us. And so I I choose to look at 2021 this way. First of all, I'm filled with such gratitude that God let me survive 2020. 2020 was challenging, man, for all of us on so many levels. And for some of us, even more so. Some of us lost loved ones to this thing, man. And so it's been even more challenging for those people. It hasn't been life-ending, but it has been life-altering. 
And when you lose a loved one, man, it's life-altering. Make no mistake about it. All of us on the show know what that feels like. So I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is the fact that if God allowed you to survive 2020 and have placed you here at the door of 2021 and it's open and we are all walking down the hall of 2021 now, just remember this, man. Put your faith where it belongs in God. Biden and Harris is going to be better than him. How could it not be? But listen to me, man. Don't don't hang your hopes on this ticket here. Put your ticket on God. I'm just telling you. Biden and Harris are still human beings, and they need prayer. They need help. They need support. They need a Senate. They need a House. They need all that to pull that stuff off. In order to pull your life off and pull it together, you need God. You have nothing to do with the Senate. You've made your vote. We got who in the Senate who we can put in there. We we voted for Senate. We voted for president and vice president. We've done the vote. To get your life together, though, it ain't going to have nothing to do with the Senate. To get your life together, it's going to have to do with your relationship with God. It is the most important relationship you have. You should cultivate that in 2021, y'all. Get your mind wrapped around the fact, man, that you can accomplish some great things with God. That all things are possible with him. That you can get your dreams on track in spite of the pandemic. God shows up and shows out some of his best work is in the middle of a crisis. That's how you have miracles. (laughs) You got to have crisis to have miracles, man. Miracles ain't just good stuff happening. Good stuff happens. Miracles come from miraculous things. That's how you get a miracle. Something miraculous happens. In the face, in the face of the odds, in the face of all adversity, in the face of it look like it ain't no way, something happens anyway, that's a miracle. You know why? Because a miracle came about because something miraculous needed to happen. God shows up at miraculous moments, man. I look at my life, man, on a personal note. I think of everything I have, man, came out of the heels of some adversity, some dark moment. Every time I rise, man, it's because somebody said he down for the count. He ain't going to come back from that. Every good and perfect thing that's happened to me is because something happened to me before that that looked like it was signifying the end. It didn't. God always shows up, man. He shows up. Expect him to show up. Look for him to show up and ask him to show up. And let 2021 be a better year for you than 2020. But you got to look at it that way. So we got work to do, y'all. Listen, be proud of the fact that we are now a bona fide voting block. That now we can look at ourselves and say, okay, okay, I'm telling you, we voting now. We've proven that we make a difference. We are voting block now. You're going to have to listen to our demands. We did it. And now 2021 is here. We got work to do. Congratulations to Biden and Harris. We're going to pray for them, wish them well. We're going to support them. We're going to give them our our support and our love and our vote. But to get your life together, you need God. Remember that.
Keep that in your heart, y'all. Let's go get them. 2021, I'm on the way. Those are my closing remarks today. Yeah, everybody good? Yeah. Yes. You're ready. Yes, yes, you're ready. Uh-uh, leave the silverware in there. That's not yours. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> the cleaning crew still moving out by. Y'all have a good one. See y'all tomorrow. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 